Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let us uh, kick off the show this morning with uh, John. Uh, he WhatsApped us yesterday to tell us about a problem his kids were having with the weight of their school bags. And John is on the line right now, as is friend of the Limerick Today show, Laura Erskine, parenting expert with Baby Doc Club. And uh, you're both welcome. Um, so, John, what's what's the story? Uh, good morning. Joe. Good morning. Uh, How are you? Good, good. I suppose... The- to go with the start of it really is that um, it's great to see the children go back to school and badly needed to get them back into a, a sense of uh, normality if, if you can. But what it seems to have happened is that the, the schools, well, the particular school in question is uh, not allowing the children to use the lockers that they have they previously used. So what has happened now is they have to... Why aren't they allowing, allowing them to use the lockers? Well, that I don't know. It hasn't been explained. Other schools are using theirs, so I, I can't see would, the logic. Is, is it your sense that it's something to do with COVID-19 measures? I, w- I would anticipate that's what it is. Uh, and a lot of other measures have been brought in to, under, under the auspices of, of COVID as well. So essentially, they have to home all these books to school every morning, and the, the weights are absolutely crazy, you know. So uh, I got I got my daughter to just to find out exactly what books she needs to take per day, and no more. So it came up to a grand total of thirty eight pounds of books, or seventeen kilograms, and she's only in the first year, and it would be of a light frame, and with the split the books, it's. So so bad she she's nearly crying because she can physically not lift the weight and has to hump that around for the day. So um, there there is no um, I I would say that at this moment of time there there doesn't seem to be any light in the tunnel for that. So um, and, and, and clearly this isn't just affecting your family. It must be no. I I, I understand. I understand. A lot of parents are, are, have have been on to the school about this and. Where something will be done or not is one thing, but on the back of the COVID, they've brought in other measures which are making a bad situation worse. For instance, they've restricted access to the toilets now as well. So if, if a child has to go, they have to go either in the morning, at break time, or at the end of the day. They cannot use it in the interim, either between classes or during during classes. But, but so, I mean, does that mean that they can't make a specific request? Exactly, unless they have a, a search from a doctor to say that they need to do that. So God forbid a young girl will get caught out, like you know, and because I, I have their, their their code of conduct, and it's not mentioned anywhere about that. So I, I presume we get the discretion of the, of the teacher involved in that particular class. And to compound it all, in they have they, they've taken away all their seating in in the school. So, but it does seem unlikely that a teacher, you know, if somebody went to them and said, look, I'm very sorry, but I really do need to use the toilet and I really need to use it now, would actually well, say no to that person. They did. And they actually did. And that's the thing, like, that's the scary thing about it. And so much so, my daughter stopped drinking water now during the day for simple reasons. She doesn't want to get cut out. So, they, they, sorry, it wasn't her that they were... No, not, not, no, 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 but a friend of hers. Right. And, and, and did she see this happening? Oh, she did, yes, yes. So, so it's absolutely clear that's what happened. It, it, it is absolutely clear. It is absolutely happened now in this particular class. Now, so they're probably trying to curtail activity through the toilet, possibly whatever. I, I, I don't know. There, there's no explanation because emails have been unanswered. So, um, and then their eating arrangements now have been cut from under them in the sense that students have to stand and, for possible, outdoors for their lunches. There's no seating available. So, um, is uh, your daughter's back hurting her? 
Um, it's only a matter of time. When she physically can lift the weight, and I said, if you can't lift the weight, don't lift the weight. So we got her uh, one of the rolly bags that's carrying some of the weight. But, I mean, that's only for one day's books. So whether before they could carry their books that they need for the rest of the week and leave them in their lockers and all that, it's not happening. So I'm afraid my, my colours are on the mask now and I'm not getting really irate over it because it's, it's unacceptable. They've had enough time trying to settle into school without having to deal with all this, if you like, baggage and all that goes on with it. So, um, well, li- literally baggage. Yeah, yeah, literally. And it's it, 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 it's it's unfair, really, because they've, they've enough, cause they're, they're new into it. They've li- missed the last six months of schooling, so they had no time to prepare for this. So they've been dropped into the deep end, and now the sledgehammers come down, and this is what yeah. the is going to be for. So. And what would you say to the argument that this was always likely to happen. In other words, it was going to be a different world with COVID-19. We've been called out again, as I mentioned there a few minutes ago, by the acting chief medical officer. There seems to be a real focus on Limerick right now, which means whether they're playing it light or playing it heavy. Um, It was pretty clear from what he was saying last night, we're not a million miles if things don't turn around here from a localised lockdown. Wasn't it always going to be different in school? To a certain degree, yes. But, I mean, it's not like they didn't have time to prepare for this. Other schools that I'm aware of have been quite proactive and have been dealing with it pretty much instantly once they were locked down. They started putting measures in place. This is not the case in this particular school. So I, I don't understand that when school, some schools are using the, um, the lockers and others aren't. And as well as that, with the weights of the books, there is a criteria laid out by the Department of Education as to how much a student is advised to carry. And she is currently carrying six to ten times the recommended weight for her frame and her weight. So I'm afraid there's going to be a clash along the road somewhere before the week's out, I'm sure. Mm. Um, So what are you asking our listeners this morning, John? What is their take on it and will they entertain that for their children? Because, I mean, you only get one back in your life and if you blow it out or you damage it, especially when they're developing, if if they damage it in early stage, that's it. It's, it's, it's with them. It's going to take a long time to, to sort it if it, if it can be. And it's grand up until something does happen. If they trip or they fall because they're carrying all this extra weight with them, trip over a step or whatever the case may be, I'll tell you one thing, there's going to be trouble. So we'll, I'm going to wait for the end of the week now before I hear any response back. And if not, there's going to be trouble, I, I believe, because a lot of parents are irate over it. There's no reason why they can't open the lockers. They're time to prepare for this. They haven't done so. Other schools have, and they're being proactive. And was there any explanation to the students themselves about the lockers? No, just they had no trouble taking fees for it, though. The first thing you get was a letter looking for money and fees, and next thing you get a copy and paste version of something from the Department of Health over the, the criteria but I mean, for COVID. You know, what happened? Were the keys of these lockers just removed? Um, what I, I'm I, saying I, is there had to be some explanation to the students. They had to know in some shape or form oh, you I, can't I, use the locker. Oh, it's, it's over COVID, that's it. There's no that's what they were told, right? So it was a COVID This is a great word now for, for blanket on, on, on everything. Hmm. And people have been quite tolerant. But no, but there's no consistency because some schools are using them, some aren't. And, and just before I bring Laurie in, can I ask you the general question as well, John, yes. about these warnings from uh, the chief medical officer and, you know, the suggestion that for whatever reason Limerick is in focus and if he's saying we need to do more the implication is we are not doing enough. It's like most things in life. There's people that will obey and comply and do their best. Others don't care. And it's the ones that don't care and they're above any criteria. They're the ones, they're the problem. And 
no matter what you do, it's not going to happen. And this, unfortunately, the same thing is going to happen with the pubs. If when, even when they open up, it's very difficult for them. I, I, it's really difficult. They've been hamstrung. Some pubs were were blackguarding the whole system with with meals and all that kind of stuff. I personally I haven't gone into it. I, I I just I've been complying with it as best you can, and I've had to work through the whole the whole COVID thing. So I, I've seen it. I'm more more worried about it now than I was back in initially because it's so unpredictable now. The, the outbreaks are of a younger de- de- demographic, and it's it's totally unpredictable. So, uh, but do you think then that the implication is there's a higher proportion of Limerick city and county people who are not adhering if the chief medical officer is calling us out? I like in, in most towns you would have a, a core group that don't give a toss about anything. They, you know, they can do what they like and they do what they like because the Gardaí have enough to be doing now than coming on with the jackboot and trying to enforce this. You know, they they just don't have the resources to do that. And it's unfair to ask him to do that. Okay. Well, WhatsApp us on 086-123-9595. Uh, Liberty Today listener John telling us uh, about um, his daughter's experience in school and having to carry that very heavy bag uh, and uh, lockers uh, being locked up um, at the moment and the reason being given COVID. Um, Laura Erskine, parenting expert with Baby Doc Club, is also with us. Um, Laura, uh, what would you say to John this morning? It's certainly a big worry for him and absolutely this is something that is of great concern to a number of parents around Ireland uh, and, and in particular it's the big change in the weight of the school bag that happens when you start secondary school which is what it appears to be for John's um, child and that's that's a, also a significant concern because the uh, this is a critical stage of development in children between 12 and 14 in terms of their muscular their muscular skeletal development and the impact that the weight of the school bag could have on their spine. So um, I, I know that the excuse is being given uh, of COVID. Um, I think it would be useful to find out exactly what the rationale is with the principals. I think um, principals are under a huge amount of pressure at the moment in terms of getting their schools ready for going back to school. But that's not to say that they shouldn't be able to field parents' concerns uh, and questions. And, you know, the recommended weight for a school bag is 10% of a child's body weight. So if the the school bag is heavier than that, then there should be provision made by the school whereby they're either only bringing in the books that they need on a daily basis or that they're able to use a locker system. I know in uh, in many of the primary schools around um, Ireland, what they have decided to do because they don't have lockers traditionally in those schools is their uh, IKEA had a run on, on plastic boxes. So the students are to leave all of their uh, books that they don't need for homework in a plastic box on their table with a lid on it so that the classroom can be efficiently cleaned at the end of every day um, and the students can uh, don't have to carry all of their books in and out of school. The other thing that actually solves this problem is the book rental scheme that is open uh, to all schools. Um, should a school wish to avail of it. And that's where the, the school books are, are rented from the school. They're shared. They stay in the school. And sometimes photocopying is used for uh, assigning homework and bringing that homework home. Um, and and so the, the parents pay a small amount towards the photocopying costs and the hire of the books 
rather than having to buy all of the books and also bring them in and out of school. Um, so that has worked um, well for some schools, but it, it's a great concern and it's that re- repetition um, of, of carrying that, that repetitive strain of, of carrying the school bag in and out of, of school, uh, particularly when um, all of the schools are encouraging mm. that the, school, the students walk to school rather than, than drive um, and the then other, around the school itself. The other fascinating thing is that uh, wasn't there talk for the last few years that school books themselves were going to be a thing of the past with laptops and um, iPads and all sorts of things. Absolutely and I think that 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 move has definitely started. It's not something that has happened unilaterally across all of the secondary schools but it was. It was for a number of reasons. It was to cut down on publishing costs um, and the cost of the books, the idea being that they were cheaper to download than they would be uh, to buy um, and then also um, to to help with the weight of school bags and to allow you know updates to schools to school books to be easily um, downloaded rather than having to buy a whole new book. And um, this is something that actually I think when when we all went into lockdown, any of the schools that were up and running in a digital way with their students were much much better equipped to adapt to the situation. And so their school, their all of those. Uh, students were, were were able to access their books easily, access online learning, and I definitely think that as part of of preparing for any future pandemic and the learning from from COVID so far is that actually all of the students where possible should be able to access it. I think the problem is is that it becomes down comes down to affordability, and we need to make sure that it's not just for privileged children who can afford to buy the laptop and buy the iPad. That there has to be some sort of government support for this move towards digital learning. Okay, well listen, thank you. Thank you very much, Laura Erskine, parenting expert with Baby Dog Club, for your excellent advice there. Thank you to John uh, for chatting to us. Let us know, John, what happens uh, in your school. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.